Dr. Nagaswamy is a world-renowned expert in the field of art, including archaeology, museums, temple culture, history, epigraph epigraphy, numismatics, music, dance, public affairs, ancient law and society, literature and education, and has earned international distinction in art and culture. He has appeared as an expert witness in many high-profile cases, most spectacularly in the following two cases. He was an expert witness in the London High Court on behalf of the Government of India, and it was his testimony which helped bring back the Nataraja back to Tamil Nadu. He was also an expert witness in the Allahabad Court, Lucknow branch, in the Ram Janmabhumi Babri Masjid demolition case, deposing for a full 26 days before the court to confirm the existence of a temple beneath the mosque based on the excavation undertaken by the Archaeological Survey of India. An archaeologist by profession, he retired as Director of Archaeology, Government of Tamil Nadu. He has also established an Institute of Epigraphy to train students in epigraphy and archaeology. He has been bestowed with many awards, fellowships and titles, notable among them the title of Kalai Mamani, bestowed upon him by the Government of Tamil Nadu, under the Chief Ministership of late Selvi J. Jailalitha. Dr. Nagaswamy has completed his Master's in Sanskrit from Madras University and has a PhD from Deccan College, Pune. He has published 54 books and produced 13 dance dramas, apart from conducting excavations in 10 historic cities as part of his archaeological work. Dr. Nagaswamy has been appointed as Honorary Faculty Member of Arshavidya Gurukulam by Pooja Sri Dayanand Saraswati Swamigal and awarded the title Vidya Seva Ratna by Sri Kanchi Kamakoti Pitadipati Sri Jayanand Saraswati Swamigal. I invite Dr. Nagaswamy to come on stage. Friends, this is only an observation before I go on to present my paper about a, a good paper presented by uh, Mr. Jairaman on the uh, Sanskrit uh, position and Sanskrit commission and so on. Friends, there is a Sanskrit ancient saying, Sahitya Sangeeta Kala Vihinaha. Sahitya Sangeeta Kala Vihinaha Sakshat Pasuhu. Pucha Vishana Hina. A person who doesn't know Sahitya, Sangeeta, and Kala is only an animal without the tail. This is how the old one uh, describes. Now, I am very glad that he presented many statistics about uh, the position of Sanskrit and uh, the Commission's report. But we should also realize that Sanskritists themselves are also to be blamed for certain lacuna in uh, carrying the message of Sanskrit to the public. Number one, most important, they think of Sanskrit only as literature. But don't forget that we have thousands and thousands of inscriptions, written documents, records on stone and also on metal which are based on dharma shastras the same phrases used in dharma shastra in sanskrit literature like uh, manu yagnyavalkya 
parasara and so on these are not taken to the people music is a very important aspect music contains maximum number of sanskrit compositions and without sanskrit indian classical music doesn't exist but we have not strengthened carrying the message of sanskrit teaching sanskrit to children who study music in traditional schools similarly natya natya dance all over india we have excellent dance forms in north india and southern india in eastern india and western india everywhere and they all require sanskrit bharatas natyashastra is one of the most outstanding literature that reaches the common man as sanskrit but we are not i don't see any report in that commission's report about strengthening study of natya shastra it must be made compulsory at least in all the schools and colleges because it speaks about the theory of literature theory of rasa theory of natya and excellent communicative technique by um, <coughs> angharas bodily movements and bodily suggestions this we have not done and then excellent ayurvedic texts are available there are simple introductory ayurvedic texts must be prepared and brought to the notice of the school children what an amount of uh, enormous scientific uh, examinations have been done in our ayurvedic literature whole body you know it's all absolute science but we should bring out small textbook and make it useful to the school children so we have now got idea of sanskrit as only as literature and perhaps about uh, upanishads and so on but this has to be brought down to the common people in the village level we do see great appreciation that they have sent but this we have not exploited so they should include the commission and whenever we speak of sanskrit we don't confine ourselves only to literature let us go to music let us go to dance let us go to scientific works like ayurveda and other astronomy there are a lot of people in the village level who could calculate in ancient times um <laughs> lunar eclipse or solar eclipse well in advance five years or six years in advance when at what time it will take place and when it will get renewed all these things are all preserved in our astronomical uh, works panjanga we call it and there are many people who are very active in the village level but we have never done anything to strengthen the traditional uh, what you call uh, panjanga study astronomical it's not astrology telling all types of arabish uh, uh, but we want uh, calculation absolute calculation and astronomy is always mentioned as ganita jyotisha so i think the sanskritists must get together and first see that apart from literature of course we have wonderful literature uh, but there are other areas where the common people can understand it the temple worship there are 85000 temples in tamil nadu alone and out of which at least 80000 people use sanskrit even today for puja 
Kumbhabhishega, Archana, and so on. We have not strengthened that aspect of it. So I, I, I suggest in your report, you kindly add that we go beyond literature to all these. Then we can say Sanskrit is never dead. It is there. It is in the form of music. It is in the form of dance. It is in the form of living. Our personal conduct by the Griksha Sutras, Dharma Sutras and so on. So I suggest that you please add this one, though uh, it is not little away from my subject, it comes down to the main subject of Rasa also. Um, <coughs> there's not much to say about Rasa uh, reader by Mr. Pollack, uh, Sheldon Pollack. Because my study and understanding of his text, he has not understood what is rasa. Rasa, uh, many people have mentioned it here, is not, a, you know, we have Sringara, Hasya, Karuna, Raudra, Veera, Bhayanakaha, Bhivatsa, Adbuta. These are the eight rasas which are mentioned in our text. And then, Santa is also added as one of the ninth rasa. So much of our time is wasted whether there were eight rasas or nine rasas. Uh, <clears throat> rasa is only one, the ultimate taste. And with reference to uh, what you are literature, music, and dance, it means enjoyment of the aesthetic appeal arising from so many factors. Vibhava, uh, Anubhava, Sattvika Bhava, and Vyabhichari Bhavas. Now, Bharata is one of the most outstanding scholars who has created uh, that work, Natyasastra, in which he has given, of course, uh, one Vibhavai, uh, Anubhavai, Sattvikaihi, Vyabhichari Bhihi. This and then Aniyamana Swadhuttam, this is called Rasa uh, Nishpati. And then there is another one, Vibhava Anubhava Vyabhichari Samyogati Rasa Nishpati. So here the Sattvika is deleted. Then you have only Vibhava Anubhava and uh, Vyabhichari Bhavas. Now in the First part, uh, Bharata says, only eight rasas, not nine rasas. Vibhava, Anubhava, Vyabhichari, Sattvika, Vyabhichari, Bhavat, Rasanishpati. So if you read very carefully, when he introduces the word Sattvika, it is a technical term in dance parlance. And so he says, Ashtau Natya Rasasmrta. Yes. In Natya, there are only eight rasas. Why? Because Natya is essentially based on Sattvika Bhava. What is Sattvika Bhava? Is which is suggested by bodily gestures. It is a bodily communication technique of Angaharas and Karanas. 
ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಕರಣ ಈಸ್ ಹಸ್ತಪಾದ ಸಮಯೋಗ ನೃತ್ಯ ಕರಣ ಭವೇತ್ ದಿಸ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ಬೇಸಿಕ್ ಯೂನಿಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಡಾನ್ಸ್ ಹಸ್ತ ಪಾದ ಸಮಯೋಗ ಬ್ರಿಂಗಿಂಗ್ ಇಟ್ ಟುಗೆದರ್ ದ ಹಸ್ತ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪಾದ ಎಗೇನ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಹಸ್ತ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪಾದ ಆರ್ ಯೂಸ್ಡ್ ಎಸ್ ಟೆಕ್ನಿಕಲ್ ಟರ್ಮ್ಸ್ ಹಸ್ತ ರೆಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟಿಂಗ್ ದ ಹೋಲ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಅಬೌ ದಿ ವೇಸ್ಟ್ ಇನ್ಕ್ಲೂಡಿಂಗ್ ಹೆಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪಾದ ಇನ್ಕ್ಲೂಡ್ಸ್ ದ ಹೋಲ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಬಾಡಿ ಬಿನೀತ್ ದಿ ವೇಸ್ಟ್ ಸೊ ಬ್ರಿಂಗಿಂಗ್ ದೀಸ್ ಟು ಟುಗೆದರ್ ಇನ್ ಅ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಬ್ಯೂಟಿಫುಲ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇಸ್ತೆಟಿಕ್ ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ನೃತ್ಯಕರಣ ಅರ್ನಾಟ್ಯಕರಣ ಹಸ್ತ ಪಾದ ಸಮಯೋಗ ಯೋಗ ಬ್ರಿಂಗಿಂಗ್ ದಮ್ ಟುಗೆದರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಸಿಂಪ್ಲಿ ಯೋಗ ಬಟ್ ಸಮಯೋಗ ಬ್ಯೂಟಿಫುಲಿ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಬ್ರಾಟ್ ದೆನ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ಕರಣ ದೆರ್ ಆರ್ ಹಂಡ್ರೆಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಏಟ್ ಕರಣಸ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರೈಬ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ಭರತಾಸ್ ನಾಟ್ಯಶಾಸ್ತ್ರ ಇನ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಫೋರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹೀ ಗಿವ್ಸ್ ದೀಸ್ ಹಂಡ್ರೆಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮೂಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಬೇಸಿಕ್ ಮೂಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ and then the question arises are there only 108 and then abhinav gupta the commentator he would say no natyanam anantyati endless forms of movement can be created but for the sake of easy understanding they have classified it into 108 forms so they they are called nritya karmas and with these nitya karanas you can combine two nritya karanas three nritya karanas or four nritya karanas and these are called angaharas and so communicating with the help of so many angaharas brought together and translating the music and its meaning through the bhava is the ultimate uh, communication technique by which the audience the spectator realize the aesthetic joy now that the very first statement of mr pollack he says that uh, i am the only scholar who has studied all the ancient texts and i re- give you the text as a, uh, what to call rasa reader and then then he goes on to say that uh some people do not know what is rasa i have only realized rasa and he says that rasa is not in the spectator but rasa is in in the actor this is his argument absolutely it is very clear that he has not understood what is rasa now take for example an actor he communicates when he communicates he communicates the rasa which he has uh, experienced it elsewhere and that with sole intention of communicating this uh, joy to the spectator he brings in all the angaharas combines it with the music and also combines it with uh, uh, instrumental music and then all these are made to suggest and so his whole concentration is in communicating the actor should only act on the stage he should not think that uh, enjoy keep aesthetic joy if he starts enjoying aesthetic joy on the stage 
then his concentration will be only on this and not in communication. So the Sanskritists always emphasize pradhana, what is most important in expression. So they, they don't say expression. Uh, expression is uh, one form of plain form of abhidhavritti. This is just plain communication technique. But the best form of communication technique was brought in by Anandavardhana, who says Vyangya. Vyangya is the suggestive mode. You bring all these elements, Vibhava, Anubhava, Vibhichari Bhava, and Sattvika Bhava, and just suggest so that the, uh, the spectator, the audience realizes that joy, aesthetic joy, and that is rasa. So, as we are having basic bhavas, sringara, asya, karana, and all that, the rasas are also named after this same bhava. Rasas are not different, only one ultimately. That's why they said raso, vai, saha. We have the ancient saying in Veda, what is rasa? Is a extraordinary aesthetic joy a man enjoys through and that is equal to Ananda. What is Ananda is Brahma. So we have a few, one of the most interesting uh, um, literature about Rasa is an Upanishad. Uh, I will go quickly and when, when I am when I have finished my timing, you completely tell me so that I shall stop it at that place. Okay. Right. Now, I see, uh, this is Raso Vai Saha, it's a 4,000 year old Vedic statement. What is Rasa? Who is this uh, Saha? Raso Vai Saha. Who is this Saha? Rasa is the juice or essence of Indian ethos. Saha is the eternal Brahman, identical with supreme joy. Where is it available? It is in your own self as spectator. Where is it? It is you enjoy the delight that is the ananda which is identical with Brahman. Now the first sage, this is a very important point that is uh, we get it from an Upanishad, who wanted to describe the use of the first articulated sound after meditation was Prajapati. And when he discovered the basic recognizable sound, basic sound, A, U, M, with this you can create the whole, all, whole literature, whole speaking technique. He, the discoverer was called Prajapati because he could compose words and so all the people started following him and so he became Prajapati. The wise men among who were benefited by the discovery started composing words and sentences with embellished expressions. This is Alankara. Em embellished, uh, uh, this thing is Alankara. Now it does not exist in a statement, ordinary statement. When you beautify it, then it becomes poetry. It is called Kavya. 
what is kavya is that which is kavaniyam creative and beautiful kavaniyam kavyam is beautifully explained as that which is based on rasa embellished with sounds and emotions and also metrical padas rasasrutam gunalankara vritti sahitam kavyam this is the definition we have kavaniyam kavyam and so its suggestion is the most important mode of expression you have gunas you have alankara you have plain words and also uh, what is called bhakti another mode of expression where the primary meaning is suppressed and the suggestive meaning is thrown out if the important uh, is given to the suppression then it is not rasa when importance is given to the suggestive uh, meaning that comes out of it either the verbal communication or the meaning coming out of it then it is called rasa is called vyangya suggestion suggestion is based on also rasa next one please when the sages living in the midst of nature saw the dawn brightening the horizon they addressed the rigvedic poems to the rising sun and the rigvedic hymns appeared as beautiful lotus flowers and these were called kavyas next one these are poetry hymns the rishis visualized the rigvedic hymns as the lotus flowers and the sun's rays falling on them as bees collecting the honey reflected in the sun's rasmis from where you get also the word rasa they realized that the plants grew the birds and animals became active so they gave tejas brightness fame and food and tasted the juice which is rasa next one please the picture this picture beautiful picture is given in chandokya upanishad where not only the rigveda but they also say in the south they had the ajurveda in the west they had the samaveda and then in the north they had the atharvana veda and on the top they had the itihasa puranas from all these which are all kavyas you know they they thought that they got the juice the vital life juice rasa and then that they call it rasanam rasaha the rasa of rasa the juice of juice and this is given in chandokya upanishad next one now when the sages composed these poems they were meant for others not for themselves so it is something like communicating to the audio, uh, the person who hears it who enjoys it next one now in the case of natya all the eight rasas enumerated are communicated through various factors that is vibhava anubhava satvika and uh, vibhicharya bhavas the, the basic one or the satvikas 
and the sattvika bhavas are angaharas next one please now in the case of santa no bodily movement is possible and cannot be introduced in dance if they, there is movement there is no santa they cannot give santa so bharata very cleverly removed santa and he said only eight dresses but later on next one later on uh santa was also included as rasa but it is not in the nat it is not a natya rasa it is a kavya rasa so there is a distinction between natya rasa and there is another one kavya rasa next one please see bharata said vibhava anubhavaihi satvikaihi vyabicharibihi aniyamana swadutvam ashtav natya rasasmita next another place he says vibhava anubhava vyabichari samyogat rasanishpatihi so here it is for kavya next one a different reading is noticed in two manuscripts in the critical edition of gaikwad oriental series on bharatasnatya shastra page 102 so a doubt may arise whether originally bharata accepted nine rasas or eight rasas but this need to be checked up whether this is corroborated by bhavas rasas arise from bhava so they always give rasa and then from which bhava this rasa arise so if santa is one of the rasas they should have exactly a counterpart of bhava but that is not there so originally there is only eight also in the critical edition so we are sure absolutely sure according to bharata this natyarasa consisted only of eight next one please evidently those who inserted the ninth rasa did not think of this lakna the rasa they give nine but the bhava they give only eight so uh, there could be no doubt bharata consistently used eight rasa and that is called natyarasa next one please now uh, in the case of actors in the natya the main purpose uh, was to communicate i want to bring to your notice one one very important uh, occurrence in the 18th 19th century there are a lot of dramas that were performed in the village streets and prakhlada bhakti vidya was one of the most important um, drama that attracted them where narasimha manifests and then he destroys the hiranyakas with the demon but you know it is the climax and the drum and sound will be very high the music will be very high and when uh, one man he put as acting as narasimha put this uh, hiranyaksha on his lap and actually tore his body virtually killed him because the actor thought he is narasimha he killed him so so much so the british passed an order that prakhlada bhakti vijaya should not be enacted in the stage that that shows very clearly that the actor has only to act don't do it reality so there is no question of reality show in dance if they say reality show they do not know what is dance so but our friend polak says it is not in the spectator but it is in the actor if the actor start acting this is what will happen similarly 
Similarly, if the Sringara Bhava, uh, the hero and heroine should only act as uh, doing Sringara. If they start doing Sringara, there are two Sringara, Samboga Sringara and Vipralamba Sringara. All the audience will throw stones at these fellows who are dying. So it can never be in uh, actor, it can never be in Nata, it is in the spectator. Sahridaya. Yesham Kavyanusilanavasati Visadi Bhute Manu Mukure Varnani Tanmai Bhavana Yogita Teva Sahridaya Samvada Bhaja Sahridaya says Abhinavagupta. Those who have cultivated, educated, who know what is music, what is the sensitivity of various forms of bhavas and anubhavas, reading kavya, seeing so many natyas, their mind is like a tender flower and that can only experience the aesthetic joy. Otherwise, if the spectator is not ready to listen, his mind is not here, whatever he does will not give him that aesthetic joy. So, in order to understand rasa, we have to understand the kavya and uh, we have to understand the angaharas and we have to understand what is music, the modulation of music, updata, anudata, swarita, etc. And also the drum, instrumental music. So, it is an integrated art. If it is in natya, the spectator must be able to appreciate all this together. Both Sangeeta. Sangeeta is vocal music and instrumental music. And uh, uh, Kavya. The meaning of the suggestive Kavyas. Next one, please. So the actor on the stage should only act as if he is communicating. There is a word which they use, Sanskrit is used, Pradhana. What is the main intention of the actor? The main intention of the actor is to communicate to the audience. It is the audience who experience, and that experience of aesthetic joy is called rasa. I think as he does not understand the difference between audience and the actor, and he says only actor experiences rasa and not the audience. It is my considered view that Pollock knows nothing about rasa and his whole rasa theory book can be thrown into the dustbin. And I think we should understand that rasa is only divided into two, but actually only one. The great ananda, the great joy we experience is rasa. It is natya rasa. When it is derived from dance, it is kavya rasa. When it is listened, kavya is always meant to be recited in ancient India. And so recitation, through recitation, we hear. Even there, the hearer acts as the spectator there. And so in most cases, even in Kavya, the rasa is in the listener. And the poet 
concentrates on how to communicate the rasa to the audience to the person who wants to read the kavya great kavya and the greatest kavya is the most ancient kavya is valmiki ramayana adi kavya so i think if we can distinguish this and understand rasa means aesthetic joy that is experience in human mind and that is in the spectator yes the actor gets this experience elsewhere and that full experience he is trying to communicate and still he is only communicating and not experiencing the down so i think as polak knows nothing about rasa there is no need to explain further what is rasa and what is his rasa theory and all and what is interesting is that he speaks bharata is not a shastra rasa and then centuries of development so many people have written so many things not every text is great but by just citing one author oh this author has said this this author has said this is not establishing that rasa is in the actor and not i think that will be enough for my explanation thank you very much friends thank you very much the main flaw in pollock that you have pointed out that he sees it in the actor the rasa and not in the audience i would i agree with it it is a very profound insight you have i think the first person i know who made that is you that observation because this undermines the whole rasa theory that he derives i want to offer my an analysis of why he says this why he says it i want to offer my analysis in the judeo christian tradition that he comes from agency lies is very concentrated top down agency is top down it is authority that goes from the top to the dom so he is reflecting that that the actor is the one who has got this and the audience sort of passive whereas in our tradition it is decentralized the audience is merely the actor is merely enacting and suggesting but the audience is themselves getting the rasa for themselves an analogy i want to offer is that the marriage act the act the marriage ceremony in christianity the couple don't marry themselves the priest pronounces them man and wife whereas in the hindu ceremony they marry they they are doing the marriage act and the priest is a coach who is sort of suggesting what they should do so i draw that analogy that uh, in many ways uh, like the rituals also you do not really need the you could do lot of yourself also the agamas especially you could perform on your own whereas in the west in the christian tradition judeo christian tradition you need it is top down authority because the whole metaphysics is very top down the whole uh, exp- the whole uh, experience the whole uh, uh, you know his- the history centrism built into the Ab- abrahamic religions makes it very top down god to prophet to this that church and what not so would you like to comment on this uh, interpretation i have 
yes uh, I, i for want of time i didn't go into some more points uh, we have a very important grammar in tamil called tulkapiyam which is assigned to first second century ad and we have one chapter in tulkapiyam which uh, is called meipadu it is uh, almost anga uh, hara like thing you know now what you experience aesthetic joy what you experience and there there is a very interesting information that how this is got by the actor and how it is transmitted to the uh, spectator he says uh, first the object of joy the second the uh, instrument bodily instrument which uh, absorbs that and then the power that takes it into the mind of the spect- uh, of the actor and then the joy he experiences all this is one aspect so four stages and then the, the reverse is the stage by that uh, from the mind the actor sends the uh, command by the bodily action angahara he can brings it out and explicit is the third stage and the fourth stage is the anubhava by the spectator so it is uh, experiencing rasa the tamil uh, tradition says four receiving and four stages of giving it to the spectator that shows how as early as 2000 ad about uh, 2000 years ago for second century ad tamils have absorbed this uh, um, bharatas natyashastra tradition and they have transmitted it to uh, the audience the second sir another point that we have tried to we have tried to apply this theory to painting art and i had had discussion with all great artists in both in india and abroad whether now in modern art they say the artist more important they say artist whatever he thinks they think so much of artist and they speak artist is the main person who enjoys it but the purpose of drawing or painting it if he wants to do it he can do it somewhere and uh, keep on looking at it he wants to give it to the public and he want the public to appreciate it only when he is uh, satisfied with the public appreciation is great then he feels very happy and so even in the case of painting and also in the case of sculpture the aesthetic joy that is experienced is not in the artist that's what he is trying to say that but it is in the uh, public who appreciates it and his whole intention is only to communicate so uh, this is uh, receiving and giving back uh, that is uh, so most important that they say in the ancient times so dr nagaswami is it yes sir in bhakti there is no actor do i as the bhakt can i experience it entirely on my own without a person transmitting it to me in bhakti for example or in uh, somebody you know singing on their own uh, their own singing their own uh, you know is is that or is it or do i always need some other person to act it and give it to me mm-hmm. 
I, I, I feel that uh, in order to give a most beautiful aesthetic experience to the art artist, this, this man should have experienced it. And the intensity with which he has experienced it, he will be able to translate it. No, but my so, question is different. My yeah. question is that suppose there is no one else. I am, I am a bhakta. Yeah. I am doing bhakti. Am I able to experience the same joy as uh, on my own? Suppose I am all alone. There is no other person who has experienced, who gives it to me. I don't depend on anybody. I am experiencing on my own. It could be spontaneous but while I'm dipping in the Ganga, it could be while I'm doing puja, it could be if I'm doing meditation. Isn't it something built into me as, as my own self, the Satchitanand that I can invoke on my own or do I depend on someone else necessarily? In other words, is this external transmission from the actor uh, one method uh, only uh, while I am also capable of doing it on, without the actor? Or is it that that's the only, that I have to go for looking for an actor to give it to me? But if one experiences himself, is create something like a created joy, I, I, I don't think it will be a full, full joy, aesthetic joy that he is going to come in it. So, or he himself feels as it an aesthetic joy. So you feel that, therefore this, you feel that, uh, there is no that the claims of the bhaktas who never had somebody acting hey, unless he experiences it. So, so you are saying that uh, the claim of the bhakta that yes. he has of his own experience this is not valid. It is not possible. I think so. So I, unless he has experienced it. No, no. I am saying from that outside. You so so okay. I I disagree with this. I mean, I disagree with this. I I don't believe that in our tradition. Uh, you need another authority, another person to transmit it to you because we have, then we would uh, negate the whole bhakti tradition and you would negate the whole tradition of, uh, uh, of uh, Raj Yoga and meditation where you do not need it to be transmitted to, from another person but you of your own are able to get it. You are no, saying that... that no, no, that, your, that, that doesn't fall under the category of aesthetic joy. Okay. Joy is there it is not aesthetic joy. So how is uh, spiritual joy, anand from spiritual joy, bhakti, bhakti? Yeah, in the ultimate stage, both are same. So, so therefore, you are, you are, therefore, it is possible to have this joy, yes. this anand, without an actor giving it to me. Yeah, the, the, I mean, if you are speaking about that ultimate experience, uh, these are, when we say aesthetic joy, when we look at dance or music and then experience it, that's all within the worldly level. When you go into the ultimate one and beyond that there is nothing and that joy is one. But in the first slide you and talked about… The other one at the worldly level, yeah. there is difference. But in the very first slide you talked about Brahman. Yes. You talked about that is the, that is the rasa, ultimate rasa is that one. Yes. So that is already said by all, all people. Yes. They have said it. There is so only that, one rasa. So that ultimate rasa of that one is something also available in other in traditions where there is no actor but I am waiting it on my own. It is a universal. Yes. It is universal. So I am able to not depend on an actor That's but right. get it on my own. That's right. Yes. So can we say that now that we agree on this, can we say that the recipient, the audience uh, have that innate capability in them and the actor invokes and activates it but they have to have that innate capability in them 
whereas in the abrahamic traditions they do not because they are original sinners they cannot have that they are not sachitanand they are original sinners and then therefore somebody else has to do something to them that's a big big profound difference and i feel that uh, pollock is coming from that side no uh, but but i i think i i don't get the full uh, import of your question but this is the thing that this aesthetic joy is ephemeral yes it is not permanent you move out then you are in the world right it, it doesn't continue again you see another another dance you see another same aesthetic joy you are going to experience but when you experience the final joy uh through yoga or whatever the case may be that and you remain in the whole uh, that is uh, the final rasa rasa why is that so rasa naam rasa but even the ephemeral joy i experience uh, listening to profound music i on my own with headsets and ipad you know i mean i uh, whatever this uh, yeah, device it, yeah, yeah it is for the time being yeah so it is it is temporary just like uh, from the actor just like the actor gives it temporarily ephemeral i can also get it from a recording no, uh, without the feels it rather yeah. feels it but when he composes it when he writes it he writes it for others not for him so if he is going to experience it he can keep on doing it himself right right yes. so from the author's point of view and the performance point of view the goal is to transmit to others rather than for himself right. agreed but the others also can on their own if they don't buy the ticket and play watch the play or no trance they can sit at home and also enjoy it on their own that is only an anubhav yeah that's that's, that's okay. why that's why i i i said uh, that uh, uh, abhinav gupta yeah uh says that it is only in the mind of those who have cultivated who have understood the sensitivity of this uh, aesthetic joy by reading kavya and seeing they will be able to appreciate fully what is put on a stage in this stage so i have a different question uh instead of a human actor if i have a recording this actor is dead and he was performing and giving me the rasa in the audience now he is dead and we are watching it in a video can that video transmit this it, it is there it is in a very elementary stage it is there in the spectator already but he has cultivated it and that he receives the full whole thing impact of that aesthetic joy yeah no no but what i'm saying is different now different point that can the same transmission happen without a pranic creature without a creature who's the actor being present can it be transmitted through an electronic uh, playing of his video but i don't think they apply this term to that uh, it's, it's only when they either listen to or see dikshya kavya or shravya kavya so it has to be live performance yes so therefore if i'm watching something on television or a recording you feel it cannot give rasa um well now we have films uh, yes. though it is not that it, it is possible to communicate it. yeah so now now they are playing uh, in all the temples they are playing uh, recordings all the temples they are playing recordings yes. there is live also but they are playing recordings so are you saying that therefore the rasa is not possible because it is the live person is not there yes we all we always feel that in a, in dramatic performance they always want they don't want recorded music they don't like it they don't appreciate it they want the live music similarly in in picture also uh, you, you you see the actor live 
then it has more greater ap uh, appreciation point than uh, without it. This is dull. This is after all movie. It doesn't give you that one. Thank you very much. That's it. Yeah. To help me, you can do two things. You can go to the subscribe button on my YouTube and subscribe. We need more subscribers there. Uh, secondly, I get lots of emails on people saying, how do we donate? How can we help you? Uh, you go to rajimalhotra.com or you go to infinityfoundation.com and you can hit the donate button. You can donate in dollars. There are different ways mentioned. If you want to donate in rupees, there is a column called uh, Infinity Foundation India and you click that and there are instructions on how you can donate in India.